Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, good evening, everybody. This is Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm happy to welcome you to Small Biz Chat. Now, Small Biz Chat Live is a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get and share invaluable business advice. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. With that, let me get to my guest, Mary Fran Von Tempo. She is a two-time TEDx speaker, author, humorist, media host, who teaches audiences to uncover their brilliance and resilience 15 minutes at a time. She's a sought-after presenter for corporate and association events, and Mary Fran is the author of The 15-Minute Master and The Woman's Book of Dirty Words. (laughs) All right, and she's also the co-founder of Brilliantly Resistant, which is a great podcast that I have had the opportunity to be a part of. You know, she proves small changes can make big life-honoring transformations. And Mary Fran created her life-affirming brand after going through a challenge with her own son's heroin addiction. So she's a frequent media guest and speaker, and she delights audiences with her empowering and entertaining message. You can find out more information about her at brilliantly resistant, excuse me, resilient, not resistant. What do I say? Brilliantly resilient.net. Mary Fran, welcome to Small Biz Chat Live. Hey, Melinda. Thanks so much for having me. What a pleasure. Oh, gosh. This this is a treat for me. Now, people are dealing with a lot of stuff, right? People have family members and friends who are sick. Now, schools are supposed to open soon. You know, now people are supposed to be opening, but oh, we might have to close back up again. What? I mean, how should we be acting right now? Things are not normal, Mary Fran. No, they are not. And I don't know that we're going to find out what that means anytime soon. So, I mean, for me, I mean, after my hair was on fire and I ran around screaming and panicking and all that kind of stuff, when I finally took a breath, I realized that what we needed to do is just stay in this present moment because nobody knows. Like everybody's got these big plans. Oh, we're going to open up. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. They just don't know. So, I think you have to be prepared for the unexpected, which clearly this whole situation was. And and recognize that because everybody's in the same boat, nothing that you do in this particular moment is going to make or break you. So I think mm-hmm. we all have to we all have to approach it with that perspective. This is not this moment will not make or break anyone if you make a certain decision because you'll be able to dial it back. I mean, heck, everybody's dialing stuff back every single day. So that's almost become the norm, you know? So I think flexibility and, and again, that taking a breath, be in the present. Right. But there's so much pressure. I mean, people are getting constant collection calls now, real money woes. I mean, if you have no idea where your next sale is coming from, you know, or you're worried about your spouse getting laid off because big companies are laying people off too, mm-hmm. or going bankrupt and all this kind of stuff. I mean, what advice do you have for the person who is just feels like it's just, oh, like the world is caving in on them almost? 
Well, I have found crying to be very effective. It's uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> you just got to release the pressure cooker somehow. But the other thing is, you know what? You just, you got to put up your hands. You have to ask for help from every avenue possible, every single one. And that means, and I mean, I know, I know financially things are dicey right now because at first there were all these relief packages and now, you know, we don't know what we're doing. And, but once again, everybody's in the same boat. And as Andrew said earlier, they're not going to turn the entire country out on the street because people can't pay their bills. I mean, that would kind of create another big problem. So I think you just have to ask for help. Put your hand up. Anybody that you pay money to them, call them on the phone, cry. Say, I just, I can't do it. Whatever you need to do. But I think people are understanding. They're still understanding because again, everybody's back is up against the wall. So I can't say this enough times. We have to take a breath and we have to recognize that this is happening to everyone. Mm -hmm. And again, the reference, what Andrew said, they're going to have to come up with some more creative solutions. Don't think that they're going to put you out on the street before that happens. That will not happen to you. All right. And I happen to know that prayer works too. So, uh, oh my gosh, so, my knees have calluses on them. <laughs> calluses. Yeah. So you always talk about brilliance and resiliency in three parts and you call it reset, rise and reveal. Tell Let's talk about step one. What's the reset? So the reset is what my partner, Kristen Smedley and I call the, the sucker punch or the train wreck. And right now we are in a global sucker punch train wreck. It's different than anything any of us have ever experienced before. It's a global train wreck. So when you get hit with those things, there are a couple things that you need to do. First of all, again, I'll say, take a breath. You got to take that pause. This is an opportunity for us all to pause. It's a forced opportunity and a lot of us don't like it, but it's there. So take the opportunity to pause. And while you're there, Take a look at a couple things. Take a look at your values. Figure out what is really, really important to you. This is the time to dig down and figure it out because we've all seen that life can change in a moment here, literally, quite literally in a moment. So figure out what your values are. Figure out what's important to you. Then figure out what your perspective on your situation is. Can you tweak it a little bit? Is it as bad as you think? Can you just, you know, find a way to find something to be grateful for, whatever? That's the, that's the reset. And then the last thing that you look at in that place is what are the controllables? What exactly do you have control of in this moment? There's a lot we don't have control of, but I'm going to bet that you have some control of some things in your life. Even, even the smallest thing in the world, find out whatever that is and control that. That gives you a little bit of your power back. All right. So then what is the rise after, after we've done that, how do we get to rise? Okay. So you've taken a breath, you've paused, you realize what's important to you. You've controlled the controllables. This is where you get to be a 15 minute master. This is where you get to ask yourself one simple question. What can emphasis on the word can C A N I do to affect this situation? Not what do I want to do? Because what we want to do is for all this to go away and everything to go back to normal. What? <laughs> right? 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 Yeah. So what can you do? Taking a look at what your resources already are, taking a look at your skill set, taking a look at anything that's a transferable skill that you can look from one thing. Can you move that to another place? 
And this is a big one for me. Take a look around you at your tribe. Is there anybody that you can collaborate with, align yourself with, just talk to, just as somebody that you know you can kind of mastermind with? And then when you figure that out, that's when you start to rise because then you come up with one single action step, just one to implement to try to move you forward. And you see what the effect of that action step is. And then you make the next, what can I do decision? And you got to take it and break it down in pieces. Because again, everything's changing moment by moment. All right. So if I do all that, so I do my reset, I do my rise. How do I get to reveal? How, how does all of this reveal my brilliance? Okay. So people have a hard time figuring out what their brilliance is. But here's the good news. Your brilliance is not hard for you. We like we as Americans think for everything to be valuable, we have to have blood, sweat and tears. That's not the way brilliance works. Your brilliance is the stuff that people come to you for. They ask you, can you help me with this? What do you think about that? Those everybody has natural gifts. That's where your brilliance lies. So when you examine your values, when you take a look at your perception, when you see what your skills and talents are and you align them with your natural gifts, with the things that you're naturally good at, that's where your brilliance is. Now, that doesn't mean that once you figure out what your brilliance is, all of a sudden the money is going to start pouring in and and everything's going to be perfect. But what it does mean is that you know, you finally know, this is my sweet spot. This is the place that I can begin to build from and deliver those gifts to the world. You're going to still have to do some work on it, but at least then you know what your brilliance and your sweet spot is. All right. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to hold it right there. We're going to come back more with Mary Fran in just a moment. If you've been listening, we're going to have even more gems to help you get through what's going on right now. This is Small Biz Chat Live. Stay with us. Are you tired of struggling in your business, not taking a paycheck? Dreading dealing with your business in the morning? Are you regretting even starting your business in the first place? Well, I know you're tired, and I also remember what that kind of tired is like. But the good news is, it's time to stop feeling that way. Stop! I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and my new book, Fix Your Business, is a 90-day turnaround plan to get back your life and reduce chaos in your business. I've been in business nearly 20 years, and let me teach you how to build a business that works for you. Grab a copy today. We have been talking with Mary Fran Bontempo about how to be brilliantly resilient in these uncertain times. Now, Mary Fran, should we be thinking about our coping mechanisms? Like, is that something helpful? Like, I was actually reading an article that said that you should think back to when times were better to start to remind yourself that they can be better. Do, do you believe in that? Or is that well, is that- I certainly think we have to, you have to find your happy place. I mean, you know, when I was in the midst of, of dealing with everything with my son and his addiction issues, that was something that kind of got me through. I had to find a happy place. Now, sometimes in this moment that we're living in, our happy place can just be something that reminds us of normal. You know, for for whether it's no no now that restaurants are opening up or whatever, if you can find a safe little you know place where you can go grab a quick bite or something like that, you know something that reminds you of normal. That's a better time. But I would also say this: I think we need to also think about the times that were really bad. Like for me, I go back to the period of time when my son was in active addiction. It was the worst time in my life. But here's the thing: I got through that. 
Mm. all experience these sucker punches and these things that we've had in the past. Nothing like this. Of course, these details are entirely different, but we've been through stuff. And I think we have to go back to those moments and go, you know what? I, I got through that. And what did I do to get through that? What were my resources that I used to get through that? And I know we mentioned this earlier, but how, how important is it now to practice your faith like more than ever? Like I, I'm oh. I believe extreme circumstances re- require extreme prayer. I, I really do. I believe in corporate prayers. I believe in telling people when I need prayer. I, I believe in that. But I was wondering, you know, is people's faith going to be how they get through? You know, I think, I mean, at least for me, I think in times like this, it's almost essential to go, all right, well, somebody else has this under control because we sure don't, you know, like we clearly do not know what we're doing here. But one of the things that I learned when I was dealing with David's issues was the power of surrender. And for me, that idea of faith, and it's not about, it's not about giving up. It's about giving it up, whatever that circumstance and that challenge is. I literally pictured my son at some points, like myself, I'm, and I'm a Christian. So it was like, I was always talking to Jesus. Like I was holding his hand and I would walk him to Jesus and go, all right, tag, you're it. Cause I can't do this right now, you know, and just kind of pass it off a little bit. The, it doesn't solve the problem, but I will say this, it gives you enough peace and breathing room that you can think and settle and get ready to move on to the next thing. So for me, faith is essential. Now, what about physical activity? I know some people that have like taken up running or everybody that, you know, that had a few dollars left. I see all these people buying Peloton bikes and all this stuff. So, I, you know, how much is staying physically active or even meditating and stuff like that helping people kind of manage all of the stress that they're kind of dealing with right now? Well, I would say this. The only way I'm running is if it's one way somewhere and I don't have to come back. That's the only, that's where I'm running. I'm not... I'm not making a return trip. So I I can't speak to the running part. I am a walker. I do do a lot of walking. And I do the interesting thing about that, because we just got off the prayer thing. I do pray at the beginning of my walks. So when I walk, I say like a rosary. That's, That's a Catholic thing. And I pray at the beginning of my walks. And that kind of puts me in like a safe space where my body is in one space. My head is in a, is in a safe spiritual space. And it's, it's refreshing on both levels, body and soul. Tell us what is your favorite podcast? That's what I want to know. I'll have to say, I, well, I like my own. I have to say Brilliantly Resilient pretty cool. But I also, as far as this world goes, I do like EO Fire with John Lee Dumas. I, I find his stuff, especially now that he kind of switched to like a master class format where he picks a subject and he has an expert on and he does like a master class. Then I think that's really valuable for the business community. I like his podcast as well. All right. What is your favorite business app? You know what? Anything that allows people to collaborate. So, I mean, clearly the Zoom platform has been huge. I have been on it constantly, nonstop. I know it's had a ton of bugs and security issues and all that, but it's still my go-to. Despite all of that, it's the Zoom platform. All right. Good stuff. All right, Mary Fran, how do you stay motivated? Well, I'm not happy to have to follow that because (laughs) nothing that I say is going to make the slightest impression. I've never had that experience, but... I have a crazy partner whom I work with who starts texting me at 5.30 in the morning with her brilliant ideas. And she's incredible. And I love her to death. But the whole point of that is, for me, it's about the tribe, the collaboration, the people that 
you know, if I'm having a day where I don't believe in myself, somebody always comes back to me and goes, yeah, but you're so cool. And this is such a great idea. And that really works. So I think it's really important to stay in touch with those people who see you and see your gifts and remind you of them when you forget them. Yeah. And, you know, I would have to say that if if I had to share what motivates me, it's my mission. You know, my mission has always been for the last 13 years to end small business failure. And every single thing we do, every book I write, every blog post, every interview I give is about that mission. And so that is what drives me on those days that I don't feel like putting my cape on and being your small business lady. I remember that. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Some little small business needs me. Hold on. I got to do this. So I'm grateful that I have that motivation, that clarity of purpose. All right, Mary Fran, what is your favorite business book? Well, my favorite book is not a traditional business book. It is a book by the writer Anne Lamott, and it's called Bird by Bird. And the study, the, the book is actually a, it's a study of her process of writing, which at heart, that's what I am. I'm a writer. And it's also a study of her struggles. I mean, she had issues with alcoholism and whatnot. And the book can be summed up by the title of it. Her brother at one point when he was young had a paper to work on about birds, and he didn't know where to start. And his father said to him, just take it bird by bird, buddy. (laughs) And it's just a reminder, just in the title alone and all throughout the book about how we can break down even the biggest problem. If we break it down, we take it bird by bird, we can come up with a solution. All right. Good stuff. And with that, I want to thank my awesome guests. Thank you all so much for joining me tonight. Please head over to succeedisyourownboss.com and you get more information about my three guests. And I want to leave you with this. Thank you so much for watching Small Biz Chat Live. The mission of Small Biz Chat Live is to end small business failure. And I want to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.